All right, all right, all right. Getting ready for another broadcast of the Church of Knowledge, soon to be transformed into the community of knowledge. Let's give everybody a chance to come on in, to come on aboard. This is also going to be a live podcast. So, so while you guys come on in. Set this little podcast up real quick. How's everybody doing today? How is everyone doing today? Nice to see you all. This is a broadcast for the Church of Knowledge. What's up with my time? Give people still a chance to get in while I set my podcast up. And we are broadcasting. All right. Again, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the Church of Knowledge broadcast, soon to be called the Community of Knowledge. All right, and maybe I should hold this mic or get closer to it. Hopefully we'll be okay though. All right, all right. Still got people tuning in, okay. So. Uh, some preliminary talk before we jump into it. Um, if you have not joined the Church of Knowledge, again, soon to be renamed the Community of Knowledge, um, please do. It's $21.99 per month. It's only like five bucks a week. All right, that supports my research of uh, researching all of these ancient texts to bring you everything that I've learned, all right, and present it to you in a fashion so that uh, you can make up your own determination and your own mind about what's going on uh, when it comes to uh, 
quote unquote religion, spirituality, uh, and what you should be doing here on this earth, who you should be praying to, who you should not pray to, all of these things taken into account. All right. If you have not learned anything yet from looking at my page, all right, as you can see, many of my posts are now uh, steering towards enlightenment, all right, enlightenment, educating you on what's real and what's fake in this world. If you've been following me for a while, then this is obvious to you. If you just started following me, which a lot of you have, you need to go back and look at my whole page, truthfully, because the stuff I post now is a little bit more advanced for beginners. Many of you are beginners and, you know, waking up to the reality of the world. So you don't know much and knowledge is power. What you don't know can hurt you. All right. But also what, what you don't know won't allow you to encompass other knowledge that will be seemingly over the top of your head because you don't understand it. You see what I'm saying? It's like geometry, all right, which I flunked in the 10th grade because I didn't pay attention in the beginning. So when I finally decided, when it was test time and, you know, final time and all of that stuff, when I finally decided to pay attention, thinking that I could just, you know, start from the middle and pick this up, I was sadly mistaken. That's not how geometry or statistics, that's not how complex math works. Complex math is building blocks. You start with the, you learn the simple, the foundation, and they build upon it. That's how it works. Same way with this page. If you just started, you know, following me, if you knew, I'm, you're picking this up in the beginning, kind of. You need, I mean, in the middle. You need to go back to the beginning. Look at my post. Yeah, it's 600, 600 of them. But it's 600 of them that's filled with knowledge. All right. That's going to bring you up to speed. Now, unlike other people, I always tell you, don't take my word for anything, all right? Research. I'm going to provide you the sources, all right? Just do your research. You don't have to believe nothing I say, all right? But that's the, that's the difference between me and any other person you're going to run across in this quote-unquote uh, truth gang, woke gang, all right? I'm not going to just lecture to you. I'm going to tell you where I got this stuff, stuff from then you can go view it, do your own research, come up with your own determination. All right? A lot of times you're going to find that I'm right. <laughs> All right? A lot of times you're going to find that your boy is right. Because, you know, as they say, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've been doing this for 25 plus years. All right? I mean, technically longer than that. It all started, you know, when I was a kid sitting at my father's feet watching a show called In Search Of. Alright? By Leonard Nimoy. It's an old show if you don't if you if some old heads on here. That show looked into UFOs and things of this nature. I was like, 
eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I don't know. The show lasted for about four or five years. But I was fascinated by it, and so was my father, who only had an eighth grade education. All right, but he knew a little bit more than a lot of people that was, you know, college degreed up. So it was him where I got my interest in this stuff from. And that's where it began. Okay. So, but anyway, I think we done given people enough time. For raw therapy and the raw report, uh, you know, this is, this. we do this every week. It's going to be about 200 people on here watching this. Yet 200 people have not signed up for the Church of Knowledge. I don't know why. You obviously like getting this knowledge, but I only give you a piece because, you know, in about 15 minutes, I'm going to cut you off right when it started getting good, when it started getting juicy. I'm going to cut you off because I need you to sign up and support me so that I can keep doing this. All right. If you was going to church today, when that plate come around, you're going to put something in it. You know that for a fact. You're going to put something in that plate when it come around. And there ain't going to be no dollar or two. All right? So if you would give that donation, if you would give that donation to a church that's pretty much lying to you, all right, putting on a performance for you with the singing and the dancing, if you would give that to them, all right, for for to be misled, why you won't give to me to get the truth? I don't understand. I do not understand. You see what I'm saying? It's not the system. The system we know is messed up. But it's the people that support the system that's really truly messed up. You see what I'm saying? Yet you won't support people who come to tell you the truth. And I'm just be honest with you. I'm no Jesus. But did he not do the same thing? And did the most of the people support him? Some did, some didn't. You know what I'm saying? You're not an idiot. You are not an idiot. You know the truth when you hear it. So when you got a pastor sitting up here talking about all you got to do is repent for your sins and believe in Jesus and you know, you Gucci from there. Do that really in your heart of hearts. Do that sound real to you? Because in the Quran they say, if that sound real to you, then seek death. Which we know you do not do. You do everything you can to stay in this life. Because you don't believe that. That that's all you got to do. See, here's the thing. If from the day of consciousness, and for most kids, most people, that, that day is around, let's just say 12 years old, where you really start understanding doing right from wrong, and you choose to do right. And let's just say you come from a family that believe, you know, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, or Jesus is the Son of God, or any of that stuff that's being preached right now, man, on your at your corner church down the street, wherever you are in the world. All right. Let's say you believe that. 
So here I come. Age 12. I'm a bad boy. I decided I'm not doing none of this stuff. Ain't no fun in that. I rape, rob, pillage, do whatever I want. Take whatever I need. Kill whoever get in my way. And I've done this and gotten away with it all my life. While you, on the other hand, <clears throat> have helped people. You've donated. You've donated your time. You know, you, 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 you went to church every Sunday. You've led an exemplary life according to uh, your religion. We both about to die. Me, I get scared. I decide to convert. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I convert. I go get baptized. I'm Gucci, right? I'm good. Dude died for your sins just like he died for my sins. I just got more sins than you. So we both get to ride through the pearly gates together, holding hands, singing Kumbaya, because I got to have my fun. You didn't. Where's the justice in that? You know how many people are on death row? And I ain't talking about the record label. You know how many people are on death row right now that they're converted over to Jesus? Repented for their sins. So they get to go. They get to go to heaven. Right next to you. The person who did everything you could. Because you feared. The God as he wants you to. And. They get to go too. Where's the equality of that? Where's the justice in that? Shouldn't it be like. They shouldn't be able to go to. You know. The five-star hotel heaven, right? Shouldn't they have to go to the one-star? I mean, you're in heaven, but you just, you know, shouldn't there be, like, levels to this, like Meek say? You would think it would be if it was fair. But see, the people who created this theology that you believe in, which is our, our present-day Catholic Church, no matter what denomination you claim, they are the creators of your theology today. They didn't think that far ahead that, you know, we're talking about hundreds of years ago, if not thousands of years ago, actually, wasn't it? A couple thousand years ago they, they put this down. You see what I'm saying? That's not fair. That's not right. Does it sound right to you? Does it sound fair? It's not fair. It's not right. To me, not logical. Not logical. So for you people who think that the creator of all decided, well, I'm going to send a dude down. Even though we know women are the givers of life. So your creation your creator thought, man, I'm going to send a son down to die for my people's sins. 
So they ain't got to worry about nothing. They ain't got to do nothing. Then what is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of life if dude came and took all your sin away? Because truthfully then, you can sin all day and wait till that last moment and go back to do. Do that sound right? Do that sound logical? It don't sound right or logical here on this human level with my limited understanding of the world, the universe, and life. It don't sound right. So I'm kind of sure about this next statement that I don't think he did it. It's got too many holes in it. The story has too many holes in it. And see what you, what, what, what followers of this theology like to do, Christians, Catholics, Jews, all these Muslims, everybody, what y'all like to do is overlook the holes in the story. Overlook the red flags. That's what y'all do all the time. You put your head in the sand. I hear people making excuses for this God. No one still can tell me why he needs to use man to go to war. And this is the biggest and hugest, most reddest flag I have ever seen in my life. That the one who created all needs to use his lowest subject to go to war for him? Why not use angels? Would they not be better warriors since they can't die? Oh, you didn't think of that, did you? Angels can't be killed by man. Can a man kill an angel? No more than you can kill a demon, right? You see what I'm saying? See, when you use common, just common sense, you can shoot holes through this story all day long. The fact of the matter is, you don't know who the hell you're praying to. You have not done no research. And you were told to do this by your parents or society. This God uses man to go to war. Take the label of war off of what he's doing. And now what is he doing? He's telling you to go murder people, men, women, babies, animals. And it's not his own second commandment or whichever one it is. Thou shalt not murder. So why would you go send me in here to murder when you just told me not to murder? Is anybody thinking? Is anybody using their head? Or do you have yet another excuse for the God of the Bible, for Allah of the Quran, for Yahweh of the Torah? Do you have yet another excuse for this being? You're the one making excuses. You are the battered woman. 
whose man is kicking your ass. You love him so much. But if someone asked you, well, why? Why do you love him so much? All you could remember is maybe what he used to be. Maybe what he told you he was. Maybe what he did for you in the beginning to, to get you. This God of the Bible that you're praying to, who never answers your prayer, never, not once, not one of you has had a prayer answered by this being. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't care if you were sick and you got and you got well. I don't care if you prayed to win the lottery. I don't care if you prayed to get a job. Whatever it was. To pay your rent. I don't care whatever it was. What you fail to realize is. The power to do all of these things. Are within yourself. Because for every prayer that you done gave. You also put forth work into making that prayer happen. Whether it was making a phone call. Getting out there off your butt and hustling. Whatever it was. Whether you had cancer. Your will to live. Your will to live. Will beat disease. Disease is man-made. Your will to live. Can beat disease. If you don't have the will to live. You will surely die. I know this for a fact. And you probably do as well. But you don't realize it. First thing before I forget it. I want to let you know that. Most of y'all don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. You've never researched who you are. Most, a lot of you are, are faking the funk, meaning you have created a false personification of yourself, which is based off media, TV, peer pressure, friends, and family, which is not you. Meaning, you are who other people expect you to be. Or you emulate somebody that you want to be. But this is not you. This is not you. You see what I'm saying? You have to dig down and find out who you are. It may take you some time. It's not an easy thing to do. All right? It's not an easy thing to do for a lot of people. They don't know, you don't know who you are. See, when you 12, 13, 14, trying to figure it out, there may thing, be things that happen in your life that affect you. You could be molested. You know, girls, you could be touched by another girl. Dudes, you could be touched by another dude. There will be things that happen in your life during your developing years that can influence who you think you should be. But because you don't know who you really are, you go down a different path. 
you go down a different path. I'm reading the Nag Hammadi ancient text right now. All right. Jesus in these texts talk about you getting to know who you really are. Like it's essential that you do this in your lifetime. That you know where joy, not only what joy is, but where it comes from within you, what it means to you. True joy, you know, sadness, all of these different feelings, pleasure, all of these different feelings. You need to discover who you are as a person. Not who you, not somebody you done saw on TV and said, wow, they're cool, I want to be like them. Not somebody in your neighborhood that peer pressured you. Come on, you know, you with me. Not a boyfriend and say, this is what I want you to be. Or a girlfriend and say, you don't act like a man. A man should be this way. See, all of this stuff here, all of these things are molding you into something that somebody else wants or expects. But that's not coming from you. You see what I'm saying? That's not coming from you. That's not who you are. How are you going to pick up knowledge if you don't have knowledge of self first? You see what I'm saying? You got to have knowledge of self first. You got to know who you are. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with that. If you do something and, you know, ask yourself, why do I do this? You know? If you like something, ask yourself, why do I like this? And if oftentimes you can point to, oh, because such and such used to do this to me. Oh, oh, such and such used to take me here. That's not your original thoughts, pleasures, likes. That's somebody else's. Knowledge of self is, I don't look that now, uh, two ancient texts that talk about Jesus and what he was teaching. There's a theme here with him, and it's got everything to do with knowledge. Everything to do with knowledge. Nothing to do with saving somebody. By taking away your sin and giving you a free pass to do whatever. All right. Now, we also know that this free pass ain't, ain't working. So for you believers of this, that Jesus died for your sins, you get a free pass to heaven. Then please tell me why three and four year old kids are recalling their past lives. Meaning they didn't go to heaven. Tell me what's going on here. The church of knowledge is about knowledge. Alright? We here to find the truth out. And I'm changing it to the community of knowledge for a reason. Because knowledge just don't come from me. I'm trying to set this thing up where it will be sort of like an Instagram, Facebook page or something where, you know, people can. But I want to, you know, I don't want to be on Facebook and all of that. I want to be independent from these because they, you know, 
We need to have our own platform. That's another reason why I need your support because that's what I'm trying to do, get our own platform where everybody will have a page, there'll be a common page, and we all can contribute knowledge. We all can ask ask each other stuff. Hell, there will be a dating section on it for people who want to date somebody that's not, that that's woke. You know what I'm saying? You guys have to be the support. I can't, I'm just one person. And without you, who am I? Nobody. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you got to understand we need each other to make stuff happen. And and I'm pretty sure out of however many people was watching, $20 a month ain't crap. You blow that. You blew it last night. You blew it Friday or Saturday on some BS. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And yet what we're sitting up here talking about here today can change not just your life, but the direction of where your soul is going. The direction of where your soul is going. Because if you believe mainstream theology, which every time you go to church, that's what you're believing. That stuff ain't right. And you know it ain't right. And you know it's not right. It don't even sound right. Dude came down here to take away your sins. That means you can just do whatever now. That's exactly what it means because the criminal who, according to their story, the criminal that was on the cross, you know, Jesus forgave him too. He just run around here forgiving everybody, right? Do that sound right? In today's world, your actions, you're judged by your actions, right? If you do good deeds in today's world, then, you know, you receive recognition. Or if you did it in private, you know, you did something good. If you do bad deeds, we got laws against that. You suffer a penalty, a consequence for your actions. Because why? Because you have the ability <laughs> to determine right and wrong. So if what G, if you think the theology of the church about Jesus taking your sins away is true, why don't we just do that in regular society? Then everybody can run around, rape, rob, kill, and do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? And claim, well, Jesus died for my Jesus is dying for my sins, so I'm good. I'm cool. I'm gonna wait till the last minute, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm convert. We we should run society off of that, right? Don't make sense, right? What makes sense, though, is you not waking up and continuing to believe in, you know, this falseness. And, and, and the, 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 the killing part about it is every week I bring this to your attention. And then when I turn the channel off, you go back to your same old, same old. Not picking up a book, not saying, man, let me let me write this down and go do some research, you know. And then the, the, the really, really, really sad part is you're going to feed this crap to your kids the same way your, your parents fed it to you and the same way their parents fed it to them. And the cycle continues. The cycle of ignorance continues. And you who is watching me are the ones continuing this cycle of ignorance.
is 25 people in the Church of Knowledge, paid subscribers, out of thousands of people on my pages. I want to let you understand something, something that even Jesus told you. What, what did he say? To, to get to heaven, it'll be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for the masses to get there. You know what I'm saying? So, think about that for a second. Again, you don't have, I don't want you to take none of my word for nothing. I encourage you to do your own research. But right now, you're not researching. You're going by what your parents told you or what you learned in society from peer pressure. All right? And, and they have managed to let you, to make you believe in some shit. And yet again, when I bring up the fact, why does a God who supposedly created everything, why does he need man to go and fight wars? Can someone please explain that? Why didn't he use angels? Then people would really know this is the army of God, right? The true creator. But no, he, he used man. And then, who was he fighting that gave him a fight? Because they all gave him a fight. So who was he fighting? If he's the creator of all, who the hell are you fighting against? Who can stand up to you? Don't make sense, right? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. The pharaohs went up against this God. Really? You the creator of all? And with, you know, one word you couldn't make them submit? Or kill him or whatever. You were killing everybody else. Babies and stuff. You couldn't kill him. He could not kill them. He could not kill the pharaohs. Think about that for a second. Now for my comedic brothers. I tell y'all this all the time. The pharaohs of Egypt. Were not. Human. They were aliens. The people of Egypt. Were humans. And were slaves. So all this stuff that they digging up on these pharaohs and stuff, black people want to claim as our heritage. It is not. I seen forbidden knowledge just and you know you can research it yourself. Forbidden knowledge just posted a picture of King Tut's elongated skull. Look at my head. Do you see any elongation there? My head is flat. As a board in the back. We didn't have no heads coming out to here. But if you take a look at. That Rothschild dude. What's his, I forget his first name. But take a look at the Rothschild. The old Rothschild. You going to see this dude. Got an elongated skull. And that's real talk.
that's real talk. You want to know why, you know, they are the quote-unquote elite? Because they are the descendants of these aliens. Hybrids is what they're called. Again, y'all got to start waking up. This information you get right now, this ain't worth 20, 20 spanking dollars a month. That's less than a dollar a day. This, this ain't worth that. Are you getting this at your church? Or do you want to keep getting the same old song and dance? Let's turn to chapter uh, 1 Corinthians and blah, blah, blah. And Jesus said, and you still want to keep getting that. Knowing that your pastor purposely stays the hell out of the New Testament. Your pastor ain't never read Genesis chapter 1 verse 6. And the Lord separated the waters from the water and put a firmament, a dome in between the waters. You ain't, your pastor ain't never said that to you. Ever. Is that not a red flag? Has he gone on to read Genesis 1 chapter 14? And God placed the sun, moon, and the stars within the dome, within the firmament. Has he told you that? No, he hasn't. You ain't never heard it. But it's in your Bible. Does he tell you about Ezekiel seeing the wheel and the other crazy alien stuff Ezekiel described? Does he tell you that? No, he doesn't. Only time he really go into that, that Old Testament is to read out of Psalms or the Song of Solomon. See, look, if I was doing the same thing to prove my point to you, oh, the comments will be going crazy right now, bashing me. Raw, you wrong this. Raw, you this. You, you a charlatan. You this. You, you fake. You just want some money. Blah, 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 blah. Y'all will be going ham on me. But you don't go ham when you sit your ass up in that church and pay and hear the same shit, but on the opposite level of him telling you whatever he needs to as he pick and choose out of that book of what to tell you to support his story. So you leave there with your pockets a little bit lighter than it was when you came in. And that's the game. That's the game. I'm just keeping it real with you. It's $21.99 a month to get real knowledge. All right. I'm just keeping it real. Now, from my readings of the Nagamati. Well, before I get into that, I want to let y'all know. Because I don't think you do. But I'm going to let you know, and then I'm going to prove it to you. First of all, there is a lot of false information being put out. A lot of misinformation, a lot of disinformation being put out on purpose about the afterlife. All right? They're doing it on purpose. All right? Now, I just posted Big Boy, who was going off some teachings of, of Toth, about... How to escape the earth. All right. Whether he was talking about in the physical realm or the spiritual realm, 
it don't make sense. So in the physical realm, if he was talking about you could do this as we are living today, my question is why he ain't did it. All right, that's a big red flag. Second, if he's talking about it's something you do after death, then let's take a closer look at what he's saying. He's saying the firmament is keeping you here, your spirit. This is false. The firmament is physical. All right, nothing physical has the properties to hold something that is non-physical. So that's a red flag. You know, a, a, a soul can go where it wants. It's not bound. You, it's not bound by, you know, these walls and stuff like that. Now, because your soul is energy, all right, there can be, you know, things created to bind your soul. All right, but those things you would clearly know they would be energy related things. For example, the grid that supposedly surrounds this earth. Well, not supposedly. That does surround this earth, but which they supposedly say they don't know why. All right. This grid is to keep your soul from leaving. In case they don't snatch you up with the white light. In case you get away from these archons who keep us here. Just in case. It's a backup plan. Look at a prison. This is a prison. And that's the gate. And it's an electric gate. Alright? It's an electrified gate. Okay? But the misinformation and disinformation being put out is meant to uh, con con uh, deceive you and confuse you. Alright? That's what it's meant to do. And I'm going to tell you why. The most biggest, the most biggest reason how you can know if somebody is deceiving you and confusing you is because they make it sound so simple. They make it sound so simple and and they and, and it reassures you that everything's going to be okay. You don't have to do much. Right? But if you don't have to do much, why is our population increasing? All right? If you don't have to do much, why you know, why it, you know, I did the math, it's like 6,000 people die each month worldwide. Over 6,000, closer to 7. All right. Now, with this war, that's going to bump them numbers up, right? So, you know, maybe a million people die this year. Or do you think those million people just go to heaven? <laughs> No. They don't escape. They get reincarnated, come right back. <clears throat> Pay attention to what people say to you. Pay attention to what I say to you. One day, I might flip the script and start saying something else. On that day, please know I've been cloned. Same way that happened with B.O.B. And I use him as a perfect example because... Back then, you know, when I first started my page and stuff, uh, you know, B.O.B. wasn't following me like, you know, as a follower, 
But B.O.B. seen my post. And how do I know this? Because B.O.B. made a online video of one of his songs, a woke song. And he had one of my posts in it. All right. So I know he would follow me. You know, maybe he did it from like a dummy account or whatever. All right. But I know the brother followed me because of that. So I would watch his live sometimes, you know, and he would say stuff. And I would swear to God this dude was talking to me because he was... You know, one time he was, he said something like, you know, he was going on, you know, kicking some knowledge. And then he was like, what you going to do, my brother? You just going to post memes or you going to do something about it? And I'll never forget that. As you see, that was five years ago. You know, and that was after he used one of my videos in it. I mean, used one of my posts in his videos. And I felt like he was really talking directly to me. And it is because of him I'm at this stage right now of trying to do something about it by trying to wake you up. You know what I'm saying? But I can't do it for free. I'm going to do it for free. I got to eat. I got to pay bills just like everybody else. You see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get rich. I'm trying to support myself so that I can devote my time to studying. Again, like I say, most of the time, listen, if I go get a nine to five, that don't just take eight hours a day out of my life. It takes more like 10 and 11 when you factor in, uh, you know, transport back and forth to work. All right. A lunch hour, getting ready for work, all of these things, you know, who knows what my job will be. There may be some offsite preparation like it was at my last job. You see what I'm saying? This makes you tired as hell. I know. I did it. And I might not, I might have to work, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week. I might have to work Saturdays and Sundays like my last job. There's no way I can do all of that and do this too. No freaking way. No way I can read the Talmud, read the Nakamadi, you know, about to read the uh, Pista Sophia. All right, about to read the Dead Sea Scrolls. And then formulate all of this stuff. Then still manage to find, you know, relevant uh, stuff to post and run this page like I'm running it full time. It's impossible. That is why I stepped away when they deleted my page last time. That's why I was like, Psh. I had 80,000 followers then and I wasn't getting no support. So I was like, why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? Why am I doing this? People expect me to give them something for nothing. And I'm the one that's being taxed. You know what I'm saying? It's costing me to do this. Internet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, phone devices. Things of this nature. It costs. And I'm taking the hit. <laughs> I don't make no money. I'm not rich. You see what I'm saying? So if we don't band together and support a brother, then what you expect from a brother? At some point, I just got to turn it off because it's too much and I can't handle it by myself. You see what I'm saying? That's the importance of supporting. And if you know if you know what I'm telling you, if you know the knowledge that you're getting is truthful, if you know this shit is real that I'm telling you, why would you not support it? Why would you continue to support this bullshit you worse than mainstream. 
Mainstream will give me a voice if I got some money behind me and can get my ass on TV like Joel Osteen or somebody. You know what I'm saying? But nobody wants to support that dude that's trying to do the right thing, wake people up. This is why, if you want to know why the elite going to win, it's because of you. It's because of you. That's why they're going to win. Because you won't change. And so if you're looking for somebody to come and save you, even if a savior came, many of you today would not support it. You expecting somebody to come down here and do miracles and all of this shit. Ain't nobody coming to do no miracles. It's been 20, it's been 2,000 years. That shit ain't happening. And if that's what you're waiting on, you're going to be waiting on another 2,000 years. In the meantime, all you people that die in between that time, you're going to be reincarnated right back here. And each time you get reincarnated, if you ain't noticed, today is worse than it was 100 years ago as far as what the world is like. Now, it's better for people of color that we ain't got no motherfuckers, you know, linked, well, lynching us and, you know, shooting us in the street like dogs and all this stuff. It's better for people of color. But I'm talking about just in general, society as a whole, the wholeness of society. A hundred years ago, it was better than this. Your government wasn't trying to kill you by poisoning your water with fluoride and atrazine and the rest of the gook they put in there. They wasn't spraying you with chemtrails, which... Who knows what the hell is in those? Metals. God is breathing metals and shit. Your food supply is poison, full of GMOs, giving you all type of diseases. New diseases springing up every 20, 30 years. Why your pharmaceutical companies earn billions and billions of dollars on keeping you an open sore. Yeah, we want these things to stop. Which one of y'all are stepping up to help stop it? None of you. So when you find somebody like me that want to step up and help stop the shit, why won't you support them? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? For real? That don't make sense. For Martin Luther King to have gotten out there, even though we know the white supporters came and pushed him to the forefront. But still, someone came and pushed him to the forefront. Don't matter who. It's not about race. It's about supporting somebody who's trying to change the system. And if don't nobody step up or, you know, like right now, where do we have a leader? Who's our, is there a leader? Not just in America, in the world. Who, who, who is a leader? Most of the leaders are being bought out. See, when you don't support them, then the Illuminati disguised as somebody else comes and supports them and they take the money. How can you fault them? How can you fault them? Because you yourselves wouldn't even step up to support whoever it is. You see what I'm saying? 
they have managed to change the mindset of the people. You don't want to get involved. You're afraid. But let me tell you something. What's going on in the world now with this war and all this stuff, with this thing you done took, <laughs> that some of you keep taking, oh, do I got a post for you, but I'm not going to be able to put it on here. They'll shut my page down. If you don't follow my podcast, I suggest you do, because that's where it's going. All right, I suggest you specifically follow the Spotify podcast because I can put video on Spotify and I'm going to have to check into it because I don't see my videos being put up on there, but I can put video on there. All right, so I'm going to put this video that I have on this thing and how it relates to you and what's about to happen. The, the podcast is called Raw Conspiracy. All right, so Spotify, Google, Apple. But the Spotify one has the video, so you're going to be able to see the video. It's going to be like a long post, pretty much. It's going to be like a long post. All right. Now, I wanted to talk to y'all about, uh, again, about this misinformation about these clones. I'm about to post a video, and I've been looking everywhere to see if this video is fake. But it's recorded off of TV. Alright. So I don't know if it's fake. I don't think it's fake. It doesn't look fake. Alright. This video shows LeBron James playing basketball. He makes a dunk or something. Scores a bucket. He runs down. To play defense. Of course you know at certain angles... The camera will be on the player, but it will show people in the background. In the background, a dude catches what he thinks is LeBron James in the, sitting, in, sitting in the crowd eating popcorn. Had to block somebody. I don't play that about me being an agent. I've been doing this for too long. <laughs> but anyway, and that's another thing I want to tell y'all about too. You got people who will post negative comments on certain things. Guess what their job is, people? These are called social media influencers. Agents, bots. All right? Their job is to, when they find stuff that they don't want you to know, their job is to uh, post negative stuff on there, uh, you know, either about the, the post itself or about me, like this dude just said I was an agent. All right. All right. So you have to just click on a profile and, all, and you're going to see zero posts or one post, you know, no picture maybe. They never have a picture like this dude. You know what I'm saying? You have to get wise to what's going on. When Prince told you there's a battle going on, and this is the battlefield, and your soul is the prize. All right, trying to wake you up, and he, I, I can't put it in better terms. You see what I'm saying? This is what's going on, man. All right, now these clones, 
Like this LeBron thing, clone, cloning is real. B.O.B. was talking about this. This, this, and it, they cloned them. They got rid of the real B.O.B. Cloned them. Now he don't talk about this stuff no more. If you don't think that they're using clones for specific purposes to mislead you, you out your mind. You out of your mind. You better wake up to what's going on. All right, there is a war going on. Now, these people own social media. All right, we all know uh, Mark Zuckerberg ain't human. You know this to be true. And when you do research on these people, you find that it wasn't just some college kids that just stumbled upon something. This stuff is by design. You better wake up. You better wake up. This stuff is by design. All right. It is not, ain't, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Get that out your head. If you don't think that a lot of these near-death experiences of people that are telling you I saw God and this, that they're not clones, again, sadly mistaken. Put down here specifically to do one thing. Live a little bit. Boom. Hit the switch on them. This is what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Kill them, bring them back, put these images in their head. They play it like it's a, a, a video game. Like when you, when you have dreams at night. You notice how when you have dreams at night, your dreams will sometimes be as real as crazy, right? But it'll always be something in there that ain't real. That's not a coincidence, people. All right? That's not a coincidence. You are most vulnerable in your sleep. A lot of you don't even realize that you are visited in your sleep. A lot of you don't realize that when you are having these real crazy dreams, something else is happening to you as well. And it's not always something physical. It could be something mental. See, we don't know much about the brain, we, we, are, we know nothing about dreams, all right? But there are beings here who have been snatching us, you know, for a millennium, studying us, dissecting us, you know, who do have the technology to know what's, what this is all about, all right? You have to realize that. Everything that you know is a lie, man. All right, I, I cannot stress it enough. Everything that you know is a lie. All right? So understand that uh, people are here to um, give you misinformation, to throw you off the path. All right? That's the free episode. Church of Knowledge, we're going to continue, but they're ending this live. You know, after an hour for some reason, I don't know why, uh, but I'm going to pick it right back up, Church of Knowledge. So this live is about to end, and I'm going to pick it back up. The podcast, we're going to continue to roll. For the rest of you guys, for the rest of you guys, I'm sorry. Please join the Church of Knowledge. Please join the Church of Knowledge and 
get this information that I'm trying to give y'all. Get this knowledge. Raw therapy. Facebook. I'm going to let y'all roll a little bit longer. It don't never be nobody on there anyway. All right? This information for most of y'all people is just too deep. You don't understand it. But we're going to continue to roll with the Church of Knowledge and the Church of Knowledge page. And for my listeners on the podcast, um, I don't want to keep y'all dangling as we wait for uh, the Instagram page to jump back up. Uh, But for the podcast listeners, please understand that the only place to uh, get knowledge like this is you have to support people who give it to you. All right, so let me do a plug for myself. Please go to my website, www.therawreport.com, and raw is spelled with two R's, therawreport.com. There you can click on the page, Church of Knowledge, which also, which I'm soon going to change to the church, to the community of knowledge. Uh, And there you can sign up, and get these broadcasts. We broadcast every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, now, I broadcast from Instagram and a few other places. Um, just send me a message. Like, when you uh, sign up, I'm going to send you a message anyway. However, I am working on getting a uh, private venue of of my own so that I won't be dependent on social media to broadcast. All right. So let's just jump back into it as I see uh, people have uh, came back. All right. Now, what I wanted to talk about uh, from reading the ancient text of Nagamati that I'm reading right now. All right. There is a difference. Jesus talks about a difference between the soul and the spirit. All right. There's a difference between the soul and the spirit. What does this mean? Well, let's take a look at Christian theology for right now. Christian theology has a father, son, and a Holy Spirit. All right? Now, let's talk about the Holy Spirit in Christian theology. We seem to only be able to witness this Holy Spirit at church on Sundays when people get this Holy Spirit in their body. And apparently this Holy Spirit likes to dance a lot. (laughs) And as funny as that sounds, that's the truth. Because in all my years of going to church, I, I have never seen the Holy Spirit do anything else but dance. Now, this is the most incredible, dumbest stuff I've seen in my life. All right? 
Why don't when these people get the Holy Spirit, they go heal somebody? Why is it just they dance? Anybody ever thought about that? People claim, oh, I got the Holy Spirit. Oh, really? I got diabetes. Can you do something about that since you got the Holy Spirit in you? No, they cannot. So apparently all this Holy Spirit does is dance. And he's been dancing for a long time. But apparently the dances I see people doing, he still ain't learned nothing. Now I say all of that and I make it sound condescending like that and stupid like that because I really want people to wake up to how stupid it really is. It's very stupid. It, it, it don't make sense. And we have to stop. We, we are too old as a people now, as a race, to be falling for the okie doke. All right? I could understand four, five hundred years ago. I could understand maybe even a hundred years ago. But today in 2022, somebody telling you they got the Holy Spirit and all they're doing is dancing. Come on, man. There's a problem. That's a red flag. Which calls in the question, are they really, do they really have a Holy Spirit in them? Or do they got something else in them? Because how would they know? Apparently, whatever's in them did not come in them and say, hey, it's me, the Holy Spirit. All right. It didn't say nothing. It just started making them, you know, dance. Here's the problem, people. When you don't do no research and you out here praying to things that you don't have no idea who or what it is, these type of things can happen to you. But see, I tell you all the time, pay attention to what something does. It's actions before you pay attention to their words. Actions reveal the true trueness of words. So even if whatever they got in them, what's to say, hey, I'm the Holy Spirit and I'm up in you and who and they start dancing, I'm still looking at the actions. Okay, you said you was the Holy Spirit, but still, all I'm saying you do is dance. Red flag. The truth of the matter is, these people are inviting something into them that they have no idea what it is, what the source is. All right? And it seems like whatever it is, it's just having fun for that moment. That's it. It wants to be seen. It, it wants, it, it likes the, 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 the adulation is getting from the crowd. And they don't get that in their world. Because they're not stupid like we are. In the Nag Hammadi, and I forget, you know, which book exactly, <clears throat> because there's many books, Gospel of Thomas, Gospel of Truth, I think it was the Gospel of Truth, or it could be the Exogenesis of the Soul, I'm not for sure. But it's not said just once, it's repeated, it's, this is a repeated thing. And that is the soul and the, and the spirit are not the same. The soul, which us humans have, is specifically 
here on this lower realm that we in. Beings like us have a soul. We do not have a spirit. According to Jesus in these texts, beings that live in the higher dimensions, that are more closer to the creator of all, have spirits. Which is distinct from a soul. It's like what we got is a little bit lower than them. And those beings that do have the spirit are able to do things that we cannot. But again, they're not on this lower level. They're not in this realm. Okay? And as I read more, I'm sure I'll learn more. But I wanted to make that distinction. Now, are they talking? Sometimes Jesus says the Holy Spirit. All right? But I think he's being taken out of context. All right, because the Holy, every time he mentions the Holy Spirit, it is in regard to uh, higher, these higher beings. All right, and where they live, these higher realms. All right, but he made the distinction that <clears throat> the soul is not the spirit, and it's not the Holy Spirit like the church is trying to portray it as, too. All right. Um, it's deep. The Nagamadi is deep. It's real deep. It's going to take a few readings on a lot of those books um, to fully grasp it. You know, the the some of the books are similar to what you've read in the uh, Bible, uh, but they have differences in them. Um, the creation story is deep. It's very deep. It acknowledges that the God of the Bible is the God of just here. It's not a real God. Alright? This is why he uses man for war. We know these people to be the Anunnaki. That's who I, I mean, that's who they are. Alright? Funny, I was watching Family Guy. Alright, you know Family Guy, they drop lugs all the time. <clears throat> Stewie, <laughs> I know this is crazy to hear, but Stewie, uh, Stewie and Brian went out on a boat to do some lobster fishing. Uh, Stewie lost his little uh, teddy bear, Rupert. Rupert went overboard. And Rupert sank. I'm not going to tell you why he sank. But, well, Stewie put Benoit balls in. That's what he said. But anyway... <laughs> This is goofy, though. I, you know, I like Family Guy, but, you know. So, Rupert gets... Let's, Rupert sinks all the way to the bottom, eventually. And... When they mention it, I forget who mentioned it now, you know, that I'm trying to recall it, but... He said... I think it was Brian. He said, if... If Rupert goes all the way to the bottom, we won't be able to get him. All right? And he called it Inky Deep. And when he said Inky Deep, I'm like, Inky Deep? Why did he say Inky Deep? Now, if you haven't read the Sumerian text or any of Zachariah, Zachariah Sitchin's books, uh, then that won't sound familiar to you. <clears throat> but anyway, Inky um, is one of the Anunnaki. All right, 
Now, uh, in, in the first lives I started doing with this Church of Knowledge and explaining, as well as explaining in a Soul Trap session, uh, Inky is a creator god, well, not a creator god, he is a scientist uh, of the Anunnaki. He's related to the king. I think it's his brother or something. All right, the king of Nibiru. All right. Uh, Inky, further research on Inky that I've done, and that if you've gotten the Soul Trap session and watched the uh, doc, excuse me, the documentaries on Tubi that I actually watched, and this may sound familiar to you too, that Inky is associated with being the god of water. All right, that Yahweh actually means rain god or storm or storm god. All right, but we have Inky, who has uh, been labeled or called the god of the water. You know, like a mermaid almost. He is depicted in uh, ancient, you know, depictions uh, as having a a human. Um, upper body and, and a, a fish torso. Alright? So, again, family guy, you know, dropping a, a lug of, you know, knowledge onto the people by calling this inky deep. This one, where, where this, um, you know, where Rupert went as inky deep. I just thought that was real interesting. Alright? Um, but the soul and the spirit are not the same. All right. And I have to do more research on that. Apparently, according to the Nagamati, when the God of this world sought to breathe life into Adam to give him a soul, all right, it did not animate Adam, meaning give him life. He gave him a soul, but he, but life did not occur. Now this is written in the Sumerian text that on multiple attempts the God, the Anunnaki tried to you know, they made it they didn't know what was wrong now in the Sumerian text they state that they figured out that they had to actually take some earth and mix it in with us alright for us to animate and for our souls to become alive to animate our bodies this is what they say in the Sumerian text, right? However, in the Narakamadi, they tell a different story. They say that the God, whoever was creating us, which was Inki and his sister, uh, Nimhasad, that they did that when they tried and, you know, to tr tried to breathe life into us and stuff, nothing happened. That the spirit, which is a woman, and I forget her name because I couldn't find the verse again to write it down. But she came and she breathed life into Adam. But they thought they did it. You see what I'm saying? But they didn't. Alright? Jesus said this spirit did it, which is female, that she came and she did it. So they thought they did it. She said, but they did not. You see what I'm saying? So once they once they had one when they when they opened up um, Adam and made Eve took Eve you know she blew again into them and then now they had enough to 
um, you know, copulate, start making babies. So the soul was born based off what, what the spirit did by uh, um, animating our soul. And this is the difference between, like this, like I told you, the spirit is, uh, you know, beings with that's higher than us. All right, and we're down here with our soul. All right, now that doesn't make us like lesser than. Well, it does, but the reason we are lesser than is because lack of knowledge. So. All, all the, the number one theme about all these ancient texts is the knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. You are, that's your purpose in life is to gain knowledge. All this stuff I'm telling y'all, you need to go read, Nakamati, Tama, all that. You're going to see it. This is what Jesus is talking about the whole time. It's knowledge. He did not, he is, he, the reason that they caught and they did call him Savior when he came. The reason they called Jesus Savior was not because he was dying for somebody's sins. That's not the reason he came. The reason he came was to give knowledge of self and of the creator of all, who is separate, who is above, who is above everything and nothing is above him. That's what he came to do, period. He was a teacher, period. You could say prophet, but he was not like when they where they get son of God. Was he the son of a God who we label God? Yeah, not the creator. Your God in the Bible and the three hundred that came with him. All right, uh, the angel Gabriel came with Inky and all of them. As told in the Talmud, they escaped. This is also in the, in the uh, Nag Hammadi. I just read it last night. They escaped. Jesus said they escaped from someplace else. So, but but see, here's the trickery where they got you at. They got you thinking that when oh Jesus, he's the Son of God, right? But the God is an alien. He's not a. He's not the Creator. So what did the church do with you? They smeared the lines of God and creator. I'm going to tell you, I was trying to find this verse. I'm going to tell you a slick verse that Jesus said in there. He was like, whoever has a name, because he was trying to distinguish from the creation, you know, which he calls many names, the source, uh, the father of the universe, all of this stuff. He's got many names, but all of those names mean there is nothing above him. And no one on his level, period. Flat out. Alright? One, he said something, and it was so slick. I was like, wow. But I was tired, and I should have wrote it down. But only thing I can remember was, only thing I remember is, he said, if it has a name, that means it's, that means somebody named it. And he said, the creator don't have no name. Because no one has given it a name and he has not given himself a name. So we call it by different names. The creator of all, the creator of the universe, the father of the universe, uh, the source from which you come. All of these different things. But nobody, he doesn't have a name. He, the invisible one, the uh, there's many names you're going to see he is referred to uh, throughout the Talmud and the Nakamani. All right. 
But the main point to remember is he is it. There's nothing above him and there's nothing on his level. Alright? Now this God of the Bible, again, who are you fighting? Why are you using man to uh you know wage war against who? Who are you fighting? See the creator of your soul, the creator of everything, there's nothing that can stand up to him. You see what I'm saying? He would never engage, he would never need an army of humans to do anything. Alright? Not to do anything. See, the God of the Bible, he could not even summon angels to do that, that war, that bidding for him because he is not a God. That is a word that we are using incorrectly. Not to mention, you know, it always sat wrong with me spelling being dog backwards. You know, I was pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that if the creator of all could, would even label himself, would he label himself a word that spelled backwards as dog? I mean, he can't do no better than that. And all his infinite wisdom and knowledge, he got to name himself God, which spelled backwards as dog? That don't sound right at all. You know what I'm saying? That don't sound, at least when he came with Allah, he did a little better, because Allah spelled backwards as Allah. But he's a deceiver. He's trying, he's tricking people. Alright? That's why none of your prayers is answered. All these people that done starved in Yemen. The war's going on. These, most of these people are Muslim. You think they ain't called out for Allah to help? Is he deaf? Is he blind? What's going on in the Congo? Is he deaf? Is he blind? The Ukraine? Africa? The Middle East? Is this dude deaf and blind? Because he's not the creator of all. He can't do nothing. Anything you don't got, you got up off your butt and did it. If you was cured of a disease, that's because you wanted to live. And you did what was necessary and you use positive thinking that I'm going to beat this. And your determination, your will is strong. This will, this will that you got within you is what Jesus is talking about throughout all these ancient texts. That God is within you. I was reading in the Nag Hammadi, just the same as I told you before that is stated in the Talmud. These are two totally different ancient text people saying the same thing that the God is within you if you want to get close and I, when I say God I ain't talking about this fake God I'm talking about the creator of all alright the creator of all is in you if you want to pray to someone get on your knees and pray to yourself to make it happen Jesus said it's himself himself get on your knees and pray to yourself but he also states that knowledge of self Knowledge of yourself is what gives you power. That's why you're here, to learn who you are. You know, because the creator is in you. And as I told you before, just kind of think of like, you know, uh, uh, what's the name of that movie? I can't think of it. All right, but just think of the creator. Like if I'm the creator, which he has no form, he has... He's not visible. But if this thing was the creator here, 
He's pulling these parts out. This is you. Plew. This is me. We are a part of the Creator. Thus, the Creator is within us. He has He has given you a part of Himself or itself. It has no gender. All right. That was something I was reading up on too. That it's deep, man. A lot of this stuff, man, been been uh, kept from us. All right. We sh this is the stuff we should be learning in school and in churches. All right. And it's so deep. I'm reading this, you know. And even at my age, 54, college graduate, member of Menza, all of that, some of this stuff is still real difficult, you know, to comprehend. All right. And I have to go back and go back and go back. All right. It's just that deep. All right. So I want to stress to you that you have to read these texts. They're free. All right. The Nag Hammadi, just Google Nag Hammadi PDF. I'll try to put these on the website so that you can read it from there and make it more simple for you um, because they're free and you need to read them. Not just hear me tell you about them, but you actually need to read them. All right. Because it may hit you differently. You know what I'm saying? It may hit you differently. All right. Okay. Um, church of Knowledge. Is there anybody that got a question about anything that you want me to talk about right now? You can put it right there in the chat. Or if anybody would like to join me right now because you got a question, maybe it's too long to put in the chat, just hit the join button and I'll accept you. You can go ahead and um, ask your question. Okay, the archons. <clears throat> so I was just reading last night, uh, the Nag Hammadi has a section called the hypostasis of the, of the archons and uh, something else with it, secret rulers of the world, but when I read it, I, I didn't, I didn't gather much from what I was looking for. All right, so uh, I have done the recordings for uh, the update to the Soul Trap. Right now, I'm editing it. Hopefully, I can finish it today. If you have not got the Soul Trap session, please get it. The update is coming. It will be on uh, the Soul Trap page. Um, however. Uh, what that soul trap update really is going to be is telling people to join the church of knowledge because this is going to be an ongoing thing. It's not a, it's not like there's just one thing like I'm thinking because everything I'm reading about them that's associated with Jesus, you know, now I haven't read the Pista, Pista Sophia yet. It supposedly have the passwords in there. However, a lot of these ancient texts got missing pages, and that's what I'm finding. So I'm going to go there this week, and I'm going to read the Pista Sophia. It's about 800 pages. I'm going to do my best. All right. But uh, to let you know, just, just, just basically, when you die, all right, the first thing that's going to happen to you is they're going to put this tractor beam of light on you. You want to try to escape that if you can. This is what I believe. You want to try to escape that light. 
If you can get away from that light beaming you up to that tunnel, then you got a real good chance of, of getting out of here. All right. You got a real good chance. However, the archons will be waiting on you. Now, what they do is once they get a hold of you, <laughs> they put you in a in a a false reality. Pretty much like a video game set. Alright, it may be one of hell, it may be one of heaven. What they're gonna do though, what they're gonna do to you though is they're gonna ask you questions. And if you don't have the right answer, then you don't leave. You are going to a box, pretty much something like this. That houses souls, and you will stay in that box as they drain your energy and feed off of you for a while before they reincarnate you. That's what's going to happen to you. All right. The archons look like big black spiders, scarabs. All right. So they're very scary. Who created them? The God of out the Bible. He created them when he created, you know, modern day homo sapiens. Now remember, that's all they created is modern day homo sapiens. They did not create the human race as we know it. Human race had already been here. They created modern day homo sapiens, homo sapiens, 200,000 years ago. All right. <clears throat> so, but that's what's going to happen to you. All right. Um, and there's passwords to get out of here at least this is what Jesus has told many this is what Mary Magdalene talks about alright so I'm pretty sure that's the way to go so when I be telling y'all when I be posting like look the only way up out of here the only thing you can take with you in death is knowledge that's 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 poor. That's because you need that knowledge to get past the archons. But if in life you have not, you know, filled your memory banks with knowledge, all right. If all you know is smoking, how to roll a blunt, how to twerk, you know, sex positions, the the lyrics to to every Cardi B song. You know, even in your field, if you was a doctor, you can do a heart transplant. It don't matter. If that's all you know, none of those things is going to help you in death or in the afterlife. Because they're not going to ask you how to do a heart transplant. They're not going to ask you, you know, what civil rights case was this, that, and the other. They ain't going to ask you to roll a blunt or, you know, what's, what type of sex position do I need. None of this stuff is going to matter. What will matter is the stuff I've been telling you. What will matter is the stuff I tell you to read. The Nagamati, the Talmud. You know, read these ancient texts. If you don't think that's going to matter and you believe the Christian theology that you don't need to even know nothing. You think you're going to get up there and say, Jesus died for my sins. <laughs> and that big spider going to stick right through your ass. That don't mean nothing. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything. You have to gain knowledge. That's just, it's like I'm telling you. 
in all of these ancient texts, Jesus is saying one thing. You have to gain knowledge. All right? You got to. That's the only way you're going to get past this. If not, you're going to be going to box. You know, let them eat off of you for a minute. Get reincarnated. That's what's going to happen. All right? The knowledge of the forever time? You mean the, the Damon T. Berry uh, book? I mean, documentary that I told you to watch? I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Knowledge of the forever time. All right. It's been a while since I looked at that. Uh, but Damon T. Berry uh, does a good job in putting a lot of this stuff into perspective. All right. So the, the crux of the matter of the documentary is that every so many thousands of years, these aliens come here and wipe the earth clean. Kill everything on the planet, meaning as far as humans go, animals, let's just say every living thing on the planet, uh, and then they start over again. Alright, so what does this mean? Well, we know that to be fact. We have evidence of multiple floods, not just one flood, multiple floods we have evidence of. Uh, the other thing is, we also have evidence that the world has uh, suffered uh, at least one nuclear uh, blast that wiped out life on Earth. So that's three times that we can decipher already that the Earth has went through mass extinction before. Now, this happens every, you know, four or five thousand years, according to the research. What does that mean? That means we're close to this happening again. All right. How long has modern day man, you know, been doing this? We're real close to it. All right. Or maybe it's every 25,000 years, as the Mayan calendar says. All right. Which sounds a little bit more feasible. But no matter how you want to look at it, what Damon T. Berry uh, purports is that once our technology reaches a certain point, that's when they come. That's when they come and they wipe everything out. All right. Now, the evidence I see for this is ancient Babylonian text. When, was it Nimrod, Nebuchadnezzar, I don't know who, one of these kings decided to build the Tower of Babel. Alright, your Christian Bible says so he could put his name on the top. This is incorrect. If you look up the Hebrew word or the Babylonian word for name is Shem. <clears throat> Shem has two meanings in that language. One is name. But guess what the other meaning is? Ship. Now, we know a ship 
cannot be on the top of a, you know, tower. Alright? It doesn't mean ship as far as a water ship. It means ship as far as a vessel that can carry people. A rocket ship. Alright? Is that not what we are trying to do now? If you don't know, let me, let me tell you. Our American, our world governments are trying to find a way through the dome. These rockets, these, these, what you think are UFOs that's going up and they have this, you know, they leaving this trail that looks like a water trail. Those are rockets. Those are not UFOs. I thought those were UFOs too. Now these are rockets hitting the dome, which is water. It's made up some type of water. All right. But it won't let the rocket through. So when it hits it, when the rocket hits it, it starts, you know, going left or right, whichever way. And then you see the trail of, you know, water behind it. All right. So a lot of you have sent me a post on Instagram talking about sky ice that they found in uh, Antarctica. It's a very deep blue, looks like the sun. I mean, looks like the sky, our blue skies. All right, it's ice. You can't hold it with your hand. It's extremely cold, okay? And it's got really different properties that they cannot even transport it back from Antarctica, you know, to the United States somewhere because it'll melt. So they had to, you know, set up shop in Antarctica to study this stuff. But they're definitely trying to find a way out of the dome. Now, here's the problem with that. There's waters above the dome, right? But I don't think they think it's water like we think. I think that they believe that that water is the sky ice type of water and that if they can penetrate it, then they will get to see the seven heavens above us. That even Jesus talks about in the Talmud and the Nagamadi. Because they don't believe space is real as we've been taught. You know, universe... Different. They think it's something else. They telling you one thing, but they think it's something else. All right. So that is that is what they're doing, and it very well be. I just read in the Nakamati where Jesus said the earth does not move. All right. He says the earth does not move. Period. I mean. We can tell that the lies of it spinning a thousand miles an hour, you know, why I'm not shaking, why the camera ain't got a little shake to it or something. We know the earth is stationary and it's not moving. That's real. All right. But going back to the documentary, we are to a point where soon it will be time that they're going to come. All right. Because our technology has reached the point to, you know, look at what they're doing. So the God, the alien God is looking down at all of this or wherever he's at, Nibiru, whatever. Once you get to start messing with the firmament, all right, that's you messing with the very structure of this whole prison colony, meaning you trying to break out. What happens at a real prison when people are trying to break out? You see what I'm saying? So... 
What do you think they're thinking? They're thinking maybe, ah, maybe it's time to do it again. That's what they're thinking. That's why you see China launching moons, launching fake artificial suns, all right? What you don't see the United States doing, but what they are doing is they have uh, bunkers and old missile silos. They have UFO spaceships, all right? All of these governments around the world are preparing for what we may call the end of the world. And they are preparing to try to save it. I mean, not save it, try to survive. They don't care about us, the common man. All right? It's all about the elite. All right? And those who are not the elite. You got to remember, when I say elite, I'll be talking about people like the Rothschilds, them type of people, who trace their lineage back to the Anunnaki. They doing the Anunnaki's will, so they're going to be saved. They, they, they don't worry about stuff like that. But let's say, for example, China. China, if you look at Chinese people, they're not from this planet. All right? So they know they're on their own. And if whoever brought them here, if they don't know who that is, if they're not in contact with them, it appears to me that they are trying to save their own people. All right. You got to remember something. When you go back to the beginning of the Bible, when I was asking, who is, who is the God of the Bible fighting? He's fighting the people that came with him. The 300 that escaped. To escape means you was incarcerated, bondage. Most people in bondage are, you know, criminals. Don't have to be, all right? Children of Israel weren't criminals, but it's a certain mentality that goes with an escapee. All right? And if you got 300 escapees, I can guarantee you, they ain't all going to see the see, see eye to eye on everything. And because they feel they all on the same level, that's going to cause dissension. All right. So if you got the God of the Bible, who really he's not he's, he's the God of the children of Israel, which is a specific set of people. All right. Even though his creation story claims that, you know, he's the God of everything. Clearly, we can see he's not. Because who are you fighting then? So you only these people's God. So the people you fighting against, they got their own gods. And who are these gods? Well, when you said let us create man in our own image, that's who them other gods are. But apparently something went sideways and y'all don't see eye to eye anymore. So much to the point that you're trying to kill each other. And you use us to try to do it. You see what I'm saying? It's really deep. It's a real deep thing. And again, this is why you have to do research. All right? You have to research. And you have to research objectively. This is another red flag for a lot of this disinformation going on. Like Dolores Cannon. She was saying the right things. I, I was listening to her. Well, see, I'm always listening, period. 
Alright, I don't I don't sing many of her little speeches and stuff. Alright. Some just didn't sit right with me. But that last one that I heard that I posted when she said God God is love and they love you and all that. Okay. Now that's that's religion talking right there. That's not an objective uh a view of what you talking about. Because I ain't seen no love from uh, the God of the Bible period when all you do is use man to wage war. You know how many people the God of the Bible done had killed not just in the children of Israel for fighting the wars but the people that he killed had them killing. Thousands of people? You know, millions? Who knows? Back then numbers matter because you didn't have technology so you needed more numbers. You needed more boots on the floor. Boots on the ground as they say. So how many people are you responsible for killing? Millions? All these wars? Hittites? You know, all this other stuff you did? Alright? Don't sound too good to me. Don't sound like you benevolent. I, I, there is no love in killing babies and women. Alright? So what the hell is Dolores Cannon talking about? Alright? Sounds like you lying to me. Alright? So that's just something you have to you have to keep your eye out and you have to listen to everything so that you're not misled. Alright? Now Damon T. Berry, I looked at some of his latest stuff. He's been compromised. Alright. He's been compromised. I forget what it was, something I don't know if it was the, the, the shot or something he said, but he's been compromised. All right, I don't understand how you go from saying what you said in that you know great documentary, Knowledge of the Forever Time. If you're not familiar with it, go on YouTube. It's called Knowledge of the Forever Time. Check that uh, documentary out. Plays like a movie. You know, real good, very good. All right. Well, look, y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and and end this for now. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yes, there is a portal on the, a portal on the sun. Yeah, there is, there is a portal on the sun, and they know it. All right, this sun of ours, um, you know, as we can see, is not very hot. All right. Uh, I don't think it even warms the whole planet. To be honest with you. It only it only warms where it's at because how can the sun be warm in the planet when it's nighttime and the sun is not in the sky? All right, and yet it will be 80, 90 degrees at night in the summer in some places. All right, where's this heat coming from? Where's this warmth coming from? It's not coming from the sun. All right. But I'm going to go ahead and end this session for this week, y'all. We're reaching two hours. All right. My legs are starting to hurt.
<laughs> but hey, I appreciate y'all support, man. I truly do. I want you though to, if you haven't started reading the Talmud of Emmanuel, catch up. All right, it's on, it's on my webpage, therawreport.com. All right, this stuff will make a whole lot more sense to you if you read the same things that I read. All right, um, because I know you may have questions and things like that, but uh, when I start explaining it, you know, it'll be a better explained for you. All right. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. If you haven't got the soul trap, please get it. All right. Again, I tell people all the time, <laughs> you know, we at that stage where something is about to happen. Oh, get, you know, my podcast is free. Raw Conspiracy. Get it on Spotify. This video I'm going to do that's on this whole thing is going to blow your head away. All right. All right. Peace out, y'all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, Facebook. Is anybody watching? There's nobody watching me on Facebook. Oh, and I'm sorry, podcasters. I am going to end you guys' podcast now. Stop button, not the record button. And then Facebook. It's been real. Any of y'all paid attention? Have a good one.